Welcome to the No Days Off podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Gilden, and every week I'll be speaking with parents of some of the country's top sports prodigies for honest insight into what it's like raising a child constantly in the spotlight. As a new dad and sports fanatic, I'm interested in finding out more about the pressure and sacrifices it takes to be a parent of a young sports prodigy today. On this episode, I'll be speaking with Joe Ballard, father of 14-year-old soccer superstar Bella Ballard, who is so committed to his daughter's play he was willing to pick up and move to another state just to allow her to pursue her dream. It's a great conversation, a lot of good insight. I hope you enjoy it. This is No Days Off. My name is Joe Ballard. My uh, daughter is Bella Ballard. She plays uh, competitive soccer, and she is 14 years old. So obviously we know uh, Bella is a very talented uh, soccer player, but who is Bella the person? Uh, what would be uh, her off-the-field stat sheet? Bella off the field uh, is a very driven, uh, very detail-oriented uh, young girl. Um, she loves school. She loves to read. Um, she is an avid learner. Um, and uh, other than that, she's a very fun-loving uh, person. Has there been any changes uh, for Bella since the episode aired? You know, people reaching out, more recognition, uh, anything kind of changed since, uh, since I guess, we last uh, left off with her? A lot has changed since that episode um, last aired. Um, some surprising and uh, some good and some bad. Um, some of the good things that happened were the amount of people that reached out um, to both myself and to her. Um, with positive messages of how inspired they were by it and how um, they liked her, her, her stories and about um, things that she's given up for soccer and about her life. And um, that was inspiring to them. Um, that's something that caught us off guard, the amount of especially young girls um, that were inspired by that, that made Bella feel really good. Um, I would say um, also the response we got from the Hawaii community also, um, surprised Bella and us as well. It was, um, we've, she's been away from Hawaii for a long time. And so that was something that really um, made her feel good that Hawaii was behind her and was supporting. And it led to her doing an interview on the local news in Hawaii. So, you know, her grandparents got to see that on TV and, and um, that was really special for her. Um, yeah, it's great. And then, and then some of the negative side was, you know, it's, it's out there in the world. Uh, it's out on YouTube and in social media and, so you put yourself out there and you have to be ready for both sides of it. And so that was something that um, we initially try to keep away from her so much, but as it stepped kind of coming on, um, you know, we would just share with her, you know, this is what this was. So she would see some messages and we would just delete them. But um, that also happened. And, um, um, and some things happened with soccer where, yeah, it, it kind of closed some doors for her as far as what she was um, doing with training and playing, but then it also opened up a couple more doors. So I would say as a family, um, and Bella's opinion was that she was very glad she was, she was still happy that she got the chance to do that. I think um, it well, um, it was way more positive than negative, I think, at the end. 
Well, that's great. Yeah, I mean, I think you, you hit yeah. it on the head there when you said, you know, when you put yourself out there, you got to be open to, you know, reactions from right. from both sides. Uh, and I think right. uh, I'm, I'm glad it was uh, mostly positive. But it actually brings you to the point as, as a father, what what is that like? You know, so I'm I'm, I'm a you know a relatively new dad. You know, my son is not even mm-hmm. a year old yet. Uh, and you mm-hmm. know, I I put out you know pictures of him, videos, and you know it's on Instagram and it's for fun and it's you know him trying to walk and n- nowhere near you know a, a mm-hmm. full profile piece, you know, really highlighting uh, such great attributes, you know, kind of like Bella had. So, like, I guess as a father, what is that like to to see that kind of mixed, uh, you know, review and opinions from people? I'm sure at some points you want to protect her, but at the same times you also want to celebrate. So, I guess, yeah, what, what is that like as a dad? As a dad, it's hard. And even Angela's, my wife, Angela, um, it's hard for her, especially even harder for her because she's not around Bella day in and day out like I am. So for me, I'm a little more jaded and I expected a little bit more. Um, you always want to protect your kids. I think any parent is like that. And so anything that, that you feel is going to do harm to them, you, your immediate first reaction is to protect them and, and shield them from it. But I think there's varying levels of it. There's some stuff that's just completely inappropriate that, you know, that no child or even a professional athlete should have to, to have read or see. Um, so that at that point, you might have a manager or someone who's stepping in and, and shielding the, the client from that. Um, so that's what we'll do as parents. That's, you know, out of the, the, the bad stuff for sure. The other stuff where it's a, a, a constructive criticism or it's a, uh, a genuine question, like we'll get genuine, genuine questions from other parents, like why did you do this or, or um, a social media question about posting a certain video. And that Bella will ask, you know, can I respond to it? And we'll we'll see who it's coming from, and then absolutely feel free to engage in that way, where we'll give her the the, the freedom to kind of respond back to it if it's going in a positive direction. Um, whereas, like for example, someone will ask a question about, you know, why are you training this way versus this, or why are you using this foot more than this foot? And when you give context to it, sometimes it helps alleviate that because. Only people can only see what you're posting in that certain section, right? On that 45 seconds or that 10 second clip, they're not knowing that there's a bigger story sometimes behind it. And so, what we found is, if a true dialogue can happen, then then it helps if someone wants to have that dialogue. And sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. But to go back to the original question of the parent, it is hard. But as Bella is growing up, um she has wanted to take more responsibility in that area and she has shown that she is responsible and handles social media well and handles interpersonal um, relationships very well. So we give, we have given her more freedom to be able to do that herself. Focusing more on, uh, on, on her skill set and, and, and pursuit. Uh, was, was there ever a specific moment where you realize there's something really special about Bella's abilities? You know, I mean, every parent, I'm sure, thinks that at some moment that their kid's the best. But, you know, for you to actually move to California and, and really take this journey with her, was there anything specific that when it first kind of that light bulb went off of, oh, wow, this is, you know, actually could be a viable, you know, lane for her and I want to help her pursue it? With Bella in particular, she is not, it's, it's going to sound bad, and I don't want it to sound that way, but she's never been, and people that know her will probably agree with this, she's never been the best player on the field. She's never been the, the, the flashy player who's 
doing this 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 crazy skill and scoring seven goals in a game. That's never been her, and that's not her personality. But what she has always displayed is, even at a young age, is a level of maturity beyond her age, and has always had a work ethic that I don't really see many adults have. I, I know it sounds kind of corny, like what could have a, a young a young kid do, but I'm talking about when she's eight or seven with me being woken up by her in the backyard in the dark in Hawaii, hitting balls into a net before school. So when you see that, and it's, it's something that she wanted to do, and she got so much joy out of it, the conversation that my wife and I had, and even the extended family was, you know, when she's coming to us and saying, you know, I, I want the opportunity, and being able to demonstrate it and articulate it in such a way, it, it was, how do we not how do we not allow her to, to at least try? That was the thing. And then once we got into the situation, she was able to progress just so much faster. Progress not only in soccer, but also socially and also academically. So I think because of soccer, she was able to progress in other areas as well, because it can't just be just soccer. It had to be everything. And she's able to handle that well. Um, and every challenge that she's set forward, whether it's been from us or from a coach or from a team or from herself, she's able, she's always able to um, accept the challenge and has always been able to, to deal with it. And um, that for us was the indicator. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I found it interesting uh, in the episode when you mentioned that her work ethic scares you uh, at some times. Where do you think that came from? I mean, is that something that you embody or, you know, or, you know, yeah. What, what do you think uh, drove her uh, from really, I guess, the beginning to have such a strong work ethic that some people much older still can't necessarily, uh, you know, uh, have? Um, I come from a very athletic family. My dad was always my coach. I have two, I have two brothers who also played sports. My wife was a college athlete, but when Bella was young, we moved to Hawaii, and I was a stay-at-home dad. So Bella was literally with me, I mean, every day. So I think at some point, like maybe just that kind of – she was always with me watching sports, or she would go to – I was working at a high school in Hawaii too, so she would come to practices when she was little and run around with the older boys. And so maybe it was just – she learned it just kind of by being around it and just kind of being like a gym rat kind of kid. And I think Bella also, she wants to, to please everybody. She wants to make everybody happy in a, in a room. And so I think um, when she was real little, she's, I think if you want to get honest with it, she saw like, you know, if I do really well in sports, I mean, any kid, like my dad and mom's going to like it. Um, and so I think initially she got that reaction to it. And uh, I think in a way that's where it started. Um, but I think just generally being around sports and, 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 and just I think feeling a sense of um, comfort in it was helpful. Right. And do you feel like uh, as a parent sometimes that, you know, you have to, kind of walk that fine line of putting too much pressure? You know, you mentioned that a lot of it, maybe at a young age, was it made her parents happy, and they love sports, right. and she's an athlete. Yeah. So do you ever feel like there's some pressure uh, that you don't want to 
be putting too much on her that she feels like she might let you down. I think every parent, especially in, in, in soccer, and I get real specific in girls' soccer, you will see it a lot um, with sometimes the mom, but most of the dad with girls' soccer is it's so hard because a lot of parents didn't play soccer. And, and you can't really compare girls to the boys' soccer. I know people aren't going to like that, but it's a really different game, a different approach to the game. So with dads with girls specifically, um, there can be – you know, just battles and, and, and frustration. And the frustration comes out the wrong way because the girl is going to interpret it differently than if you're talking to a boy. And so for me in particular, especially when Bella was little, yeah, it w- I wasn't the best, of course. You're, you're, you are hard on them. And then it does affect how they play and how they approach the game because now what can happen is they're not doing it for themselves. They're doing it for you. And so one of the moments I had to have was, especially when we moved to California, it was just Bella and myself. So the day of, of me talking to her in the car to the game and after the game or at home, always about it, wasn't working anymore. You can't do it because when we came home, it was just me and her. And we had to have that time of it's just a dad and a daughter hanging out because she was doing school also at home too. So there had to be a separation where I had to be more of dad and friend sometimes rather than she needed another soccer coach. And if she came to me with a question about soccer, if I couldn't answer it, um, we were lucky enough to have other trainers and people around that would able to do it. And so that really helped, I think, our relationship a lot where, not to say I wasn't engaged with it, but it was just, I supported her, I would drive her, I'd be her, her taxi to soccer, and I became more of the person who was, who was setting everything up for her to succeed and helping her rather than being the person who was you know, that traditional crazy soccer parent who was harping on her all the time. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't do that, of course, still, um, when I feel like, you know, I need to inject myself, that's always going to be a parent. But I think moving here and being that one on a relationship really helped us in particular. Yeah, no, I don't know what, I mean, I, I've, I grew up always, you know, playing sports and I think in, in, in any sport, there's always going to be, you know, someone on one of the team whose parents take it really serious. And, but for some reason with soccer specifically, and maybe it's just because the way that the field is set up and parents can literally be like right on the sidelines right. opposed to in other sports where they're in the stands. I don't know what it is, but you know, I always remember those specific kids I played with whose parents were like, you heard them throughout sure. the entire game because you felt like they were on the goal line with you. Sure. And then what also happens is when they're younger and they're six, seven, eight, you know, okay, there's, there's a time and a place for it. But especially at Bella's level and Bella's age and what she's trying to do on the field, you know, it, it kind of gets a little funny when, you know, her big, her big dad is trying to give her advice. It's like, you know what, at some point, I just got to shut my mouth and just, and just let her do it. You know, she's playing on a boys team. She's playing a year up on a boys team. So, you know, me or anyone opening our mouth and, and questioning the coach or, or even giving her any kind of advice at all at this point, you know, is, is probably a little bit impractical. Now, I will say, like, for example, last night, we're at a training session and she's practicing three years up with boys. You know, there's a situation that happened where, you know, she, mentally she got a little lazy. And the difference between playing that level up is if you get a little lazy mentally, you're going to get hurt. You can't have that three seconds of mistakes because you're going to be driving to the hospital. So that I will, you know, after the practice, be like, listen, in this moment right here was dangerous. Just be aware of it 
and don't let it happen again. And then she'll, okay, got it. That's the difference. Do you ever feel like you have to be somewhat of the protective dad if she's playing with, you know, older boys? Do you, do you ever have any concern there? Or for the most part, you know, the, the skill set really speaks for itself and she's kind of equal amongst her peers? No, I'm terrified constantly. Um, because, you know, she wants to play in this environment. She wants to play with boys. She wants to play with men. She wants to play street soccer. She wants to do it. And sometimes it gets a little, okay. Like, I know you want to do it, but, you know, the difference between wanting to do it and should we do it. So I try to not put that doubt in her head, but just, okay, let's, let's think about the context of the situation. Okay, are we coming off of three consecutive games in a weekend? Maybe it's not the best idea to go play street with men. Okay, let's try it next week when we're only having, we're in a bye week and, you know, there's only two practices. Let's do that. So I'll, I'll, I'll adjust and advise that way. But, you know, if she wants to do it and she feels confident in it she's, and she's done the preparation for it and mentally she's there, then we'll do it. How, how important in general do you think uh, playing team sports is for uh, a young kid? You know, even if they're not necessarily the best uh, and they don't off the out, out of the gate want to pursue it uh, long term, how important just in, in general the life lessons do you, do you think playing team sports are? First, I think team sports is the best. I, 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 don't, I don't really see a downside in it. Um, I think it teaches humility. I think it teaches self-accountability, but it also teaches – without a kid even knowing it, that they're no bigger than anybody else on the team and how to work with somebody else, not only with your peers, but also with a coach, um, with another adult. And I think that's something that um, is an asset growing up. Like I have another daughter who's a tennis player, but she started off as a soccer player. Um, and so I think it works better that way almost than going from an individual sport to a team sport. I think starting off in a team sport in that team environment and learning those life lessons and learning how to interact with others and, and all of that, then bringing that into an individual sport like tennis, I think is by far the best way to do it. Yeah, that makes sense. And I just, I just think even, you know, sports in general, I think that was such an important part of, of my childhood growing up. And, you know, as I mentioned, you know, I have uh, almost one-year-old son and uh, a, a baby girl in the oven coming, uh, in, you know, early next year. Uh, yeah, Congratulations. So. Thank you. Yeah. So my, my hands will be filled. Uh, but I definitely, oh, you know, sure. I, I've I've spoken with my wife who, who, you know, grew up with all sisters. None of them played sports. And I've said how important mm -hmm. it is for, you know, both my son and my eventual you know daughter to play sports. Uh, you know, and I think that's just, you know, important life lessons can be learned there. And and, uh, you know, just interacting with others from a social standpoint, learning how to win gracefully, how to how to lose gracefully. Uh, so I mean, what advice would you give to, you know, someone like me or a parent who is going to be for the first time introducing? their uh you know their kids to, to sports you know what what advice would you give on on how to approach that relationship i think the biggest thing is that and, and we were guilty of it too but to a lesser extent is is back when i grew up everyone played every sport so you played baseball you played soccer you played basketball maybe a little football but you also play with your friends too and as as life has changed and evolved over the last maybe 20 30 years you've gotten away from that kids just going out and playing with their friends in the front yard or the backyard. And so now everything is a little more structured. So as parents, it's a challenge now because 
you want kids to play in those team sports that we're talking about. But I think the best thing to do is have them play all sports is, is start them off in, in, in the structured T-ball league and then start them off in, you know, three on three basketball with the really short rims and the softball and then, you know, get them in swimming classes and then get them into this and, and, and try like a crazy sport, like a little less than popular sport, like lacrosse or, 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 or water polo as they get a little bit older and let then you'll let the kid kind of feel out what they like and what they don't like. But I think that broad spectrum of team sports and more experience, I think really helps a kid and it opens their eyes to what's really out there in the world. And um, that's the best advice I could give someone who's just starting off with really young kids, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I appreciate that. And that all, you know, makes sense to me and you know definitely gonna take some of that uh when when i get to the point of being able to take that approach i probably got another another year or two right now you know we could just uh you know dress them up in jerseys and, and take pictures but i'd like to <laughs> expose them uh to team sports yeah. uh and you know so i obviously i you know, i'm proud of, of of my son in, in in what he's accomplished so far every parent is 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 you know proud of their kid in in, in you know most regards yeah. what, what what are you the most proud uh, of bella right now um We'll go, I mean, specifically, I would say in the last year, this year has been, um, we're coming down the tail end of it, um, has been a, a big year. We did a lot this year. Um, Bell did a lot with school, but we also did a lot of traveling, went to Europe for the first time. Um, she's played uh, with boys competitively this year, played up with boys, um, did a lot of travel. It was a lot of soccer this year, and it was not only physically demanding on her, um, it was it was mentally demanding demanding for her to be able to um, to deal with that. It's been a long eleven months, um, and something that she wanted to do, and we did it. We planned it out, so it wasn't like we just did it on a whim. It's something that she wanted to do, um, but I, to have a kid identify the things she wanted to do and and set micro goals, short term or long term, within the year. And for the most part, be able to meet all those things with where she wanted to be as a player, things she wanted to work on, um, the environment she wanted to train in and she wanted to play in. And there were consequences that came from that. We knew what the consequences were. She knew what they were, but she still wanted to do it. Um, So to me, as like a person to be able to persevere through that, I was I was really impressed with it. I was really impressed with it. Right. And uh, just to, to close us out here, uh, the name of the podcast and, and, and the, the, the episodes uh, that you filmed, is it's called No Days Off. So what does No Days Off mean to you? I would say No Days Off to me, I think to Bella, we, we kind of talked about it. It means more it's, the, it's a mental approach to just life. It's not a literal term where, you know, I think what happened when we got some feedback was no days off meant we're, we're grinding out there every single day. And this kid's out there, you know, proving she's better than everybody else. And she's, you know, playing soccer 24, seven, 365. And that's not it. I think no days off. What it means is to us is just the mental approach to just life in general that, yeah, everyone's going to have struggles. Everyone's going to have a hard time, but if you start with the idea that every day you're going to get a little bit better, every day you're going to work, every day you're going to strive to be a better person, a better human, a better student, a better athlete, um, a better sister, a better daughter, and a better father, then I think that's the way to approach it. And that's really what we've 
turn that into for no days off for us. Very well said, Joe. Thanks a lot for uh, taking the time. Really appreciate uh, kind of following up with you. And, uh, yeah, best of luck to, to you and uh, to, to Bella. And uh, hopefully she continues uh, to chase her dreams. And uh, we'll see her one day playing uh, in the big leagues. We hope so. Thank you very much. All right, thanks a lot. Have a great one. All right, bye-bye.